You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. There will be a battle of sorts this weekend at the shoe. Let's get into college football, Chelsea. we got to talk about it. Number seven, Penn State. At number three, Ohio State. Buckeyes laying four and a half. Buckeyes minus 190 on the money line. Penn State plus 155. Total set at 45 and a half. I do like Penn State plus four and a half. I feel like you like Penn State plus four and a half. This is finally a team, I believe, that is built to beat the Buckeyes. And I worry about that Buckeyes offense just not being good enough to keep up with the Nittany Lions, even though I do think we'll see uh, maybe more of a defensive battle than we think because that Penn State defense in particular is very good. But when you hear everyone on one side, I mean, everyone we've talked to, including Double D, of course, he's jacked for Penn State this weekend. That makes me nervous. I haven't heard a single person say, let's take a look at Ohio State treating Ohio State like they're FIU or something. Right. It just, it does feel like a public dog though, doesn't it? Where everybody is on one side. I haven't heard a single person beyond the Ohio State side of things laying the four and a half because you also are getting some points in this matchup. It's over a field goal. If you do think it's going to be a defensive battle where it's going to be a little bit lower scoring points at a premium, usually you take the underdog just based on pure theory. Uh, Talking about that Penn State defense, they have the best stop rate in NCAA football. Uh, defense has been better than I had thought because all I hear about is Drew Aller and how this offense is so good, how they have one of the best tackles in all of college football on the offensive line. Uh, but the defense has been solid as well. So we'll see if they really let Drew Aller throw the ball down the field in this one. I'm not sure if they'll need to, though. Uh, but I don't think it's going to be a play for me just because I have that sneaking suspicion that if everybody is on one side – Usually the books clean up in that situation. So I don't think it's ever Ohio State for me. Like in no circumstance am I laying four and a half with Ohio State here. It just may be a no play, which if you're in the betting world, you know the difference between that, a no play and like saying, okay, take the other side. So if I were to play this one, I would play Penn State plus four and a half, but I don't think it's going to be a play for me. Penn State getting 56% of the money, 66% of the tickets, and yet the Buckeyes minus four and a half is a four-star best bet from BetQL. Make of that what you will. Let's go to Tuscaloosa. Number 17, Tennessee at number 11, Alabama. The Tide laying eight and a half. They're minus 350 on the money line. Tennessee is plus 260, total set at 48 and a half. Chelsea, I actually like Tennessee here, and I... I believe that Jalen Milrow has improved as a quarterback as the season has gone on, but they still have problems on that offensive line. That Bama offensive line can not be had, 
because they're still very good. But you can get pressure on the quarterback. And if you can pressure Jalen Milrow and at least contain him a little bit and make him throw into the flat, make him throw sort of in the middle of the field as opposed to throwing deep, you can make him make some mistakes. I know when you think of Tennessee, you, you tend to think of their offense and and how well that they, they perform for the majority of the season. But it's their defense that I think is the key here. I think this is too many points. Bama wins, Tennessee covers. I like the under here. If you're going to talk about mm. the defenses, why not lean towards the under here, sitting at 48 and a half. Tennessee's defense has really been their calling card this year. Like you said, top 15 in just about every metric and really good at getting after the quarterback. Top 10 in sack rate. I think the edge that Alabama has in this one is the explosive pass. Uh, Jalen Miller at least can get the ball down the field. Joe Milton's really struggled in his accuracy in mm -hmm. some of these deep passes. So maybe that's the one edge that Alabama has over Tennessee here. But still, I don't want to lay eight and a half with Alabama and what I think is going to be a close scoring affair. Uh, so I will ride with the under here. And also, I don't know if you saw this, but Nick Saban was on the Pat McAfee show yesterday. And even said mm -hmm. this, he said, the way to stop a, an offense that likes to go fast is to play ball control and hold on to the ball as much as you can on the yeah. offense. So when you hear an offense talk about ball control mm. and holding on to the football, methinks I smell an under. So I will do that. Under 48 and a half between Tennessee and Alabama. I saw an old clip yesterday. I, I love when coaches sort of break the mold a little bit and they kind of go off script and show some personality. And if you ever watch Nick Saban's show, like his weekly coaches show in Alabama, he'll do that. Mm -hmm. I, I forget who it was. Someone called in. He's like, yeah, hi, Jeff. What? Yeah, I know. What? Mm -hmm. We're definitely going to work on the long ball. Like he was just basically trolling him a little bit. Like, I know what you're going to say. You call in every week. And then I saw an old clip of Mike Ditka when he was head coach of the Bears. And some guy called in and called him a baby. And Mike Dick was like, oh. oh, yeah? Well, here's my address. Here's where I'm going to be. Why don't you just come on down? You tell me when and where, and I'll kick your ass. And, I, and everybody just started a direct quote. And I was like, that, <laughs> it's incredible. To, people forget Mike Dick was not just, you know, Iron Mike was a hell of a football player and a big dude, a tight end in the National Football League. I would not mess with Iron Mike. Never call him a baby. Finally, Chelsea, which one of these games interests you most? I'll let you pick here. Duke, Florida State, or Utah, USC? Well, since we have some question marks regarding Riley Leonard, the quarterback at Duke, I don't think I want to play that one just yet. Uh, even though I would mm -hmm. lean towards the points, Duke getting the 14 and a half over Florida State, I'll go to Utah and USC. I'm going to be playing USC here, laying the seven points. Feels like a good buy low spot on USC. Let's look at the larger yeah. sample size here. Caleb Williams had one bad game against Notre Dame. It was on the road. It was not the greatest of weather. Now they're back at home. And I know this Utah defense is very stout, but the Utah offense, I don't think, can go tit for tat with USC here. I think this is a great spot for USC to get back on the right side. I like it as well. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.